Welcome everyone to LOA Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And Gina, 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 yes. did we have the most fun conversation? You know, it was fun. It was, it beyond was fun. beautiful. It was heartfelt. Yeah, it was enlightening. I mean, she doesn't know she's our new best friend. But, right. I mean, <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't see some of the uh, restraining order issues in the conversation, but I'm feeling like no, it's coming. No, but I, I kind of do want to yes. stalk her. That's, yeah. that's true. Okay. <laughs> yes. So Lisa Tahir is the author of The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. Um, mm. She combines astrology and psychotherapy, and it's... It's all that you imagined. Get rid the of perfect the, world to be is someone like Elisa running the show, really. Say the whole thing. It's all that you imagine. It's all that you imagine for a perfect world. It's Holly's vision is led by a, a world led by someone like Lisa. I mean, it's so incredible. It's integration an, of humans, astrology. Yes. Uh, diligence, you know, commitment to yourself and working through it's just beautiful it's beautiful it's a book that's also endorsed by his holiness the 14th dalai lama which is incredible but this lady is incredible let me tell you i want we could endorse it i mean i think it's not the same (laughs) but we would like to endorse endorse it also let me tell you a little bit about lisa because she's really can do a lot of things for more than just this book. Yes. Okay, so I want to yeah. give you a little bit of history about her. She is originally from New Orleans, Louisiana, mm-hmm. and she, she's a licensed clinical social worker. And she's expanded her practice beyond wow. New Orleans to Los Angeles. And she's, I think she's residing there now and licensed there as well. She's also Reiki. Yeah. And she's also a thought coach. And so the rewiring of your brain and yeah. how you think of things. Wow, I love Yeah, it. and she has mm. private office locations and residents in both cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know she'll do Zoom and mm-hmm. you can schedule with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives between both cities with her cats, Jiggy and Baby. We saw Baby. Baby's gorgeous. Baby likes the limelight. Can't, yeah, Baby yeah, yeah. Baby must be a Leo. Um, <laughs> and Lisa is passionately committed to working with people to help them heal through all all of the senses of the body by utilizing intuition, Mm. therapy, energy healing, meditation, Reiki healing, crystal healing, intuition, sound frequencies, yoga, exercise, podcasting, writing, and teaching. All the things. I mean, listen, am I giddy? My eyes went wild a few times during this interview. Yeah, yeah, a little frightening. Yeah, yep. No, and you know what? The other thing that is so graciously... Lisa is offering a phenomenal deal on any service that she provides to our audience. So just mention Holly, myself. I think you get a little more off if you mention me. Uh, <laughs> or just LOA Uncorked. And she's giving a gracious, gracious deal. It's a 50%, 50% off. Yeah. The first session. Yeah. I really think yeah. that a couple things here, Gina. Mm-hmm. The book is incredible. We're going to talk about the book in detail. I think you're going to enjoy that. And also, I think 
with her background and her credentials and all she brings to help people heal and her passion. I just, this is an epic interview and an epic lady. And we are so happy to be able to share her with you. Yeah, we cannot wait for you to hear the interview. And so we will, uh, with no further ado, here we go. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to LOA Uncorked. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And Gina. Yes, I know. I know. You manifested. A super famous, really cool lady. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad she's here. So I I, I, I mean, no offense, Lisa, but I'm tired of hearing about it. Like uh, this is, then we can, then we can like revel in the beauty of the conversation on the backside versus anticipate for so long. It's so true. I know she has to put up with me jumping up and down. So today we have Lisa Tahir. She is an author for The Chiron Effect. Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. Amen. And it was also a a book endorsed by His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, which is super, super cool. We got to hear about that pause on that. Yeah, that's incredible. That's really incredible. But what I want to say, Gina, and this is exciting, and I've never said this before, Lisa has taken astrology mm-hmm. and psychology. She put it in a blender and yeah. guess what happened? Yeah. A better smoothie than you've ever eaten. <laughs> okay, listen, it's called psychoastrology. And I swear to you, I can't make a better blender than that. Okay. Well, no, but, but Benders- I will say, if you've listened to the podcast yeah. before, all, all the listeners, you've talked about how important astrology is to understanding human makeup and you become more empathetic, understanding. You kind of un, you know, you can see the wiring a bit better if you understand astrology and ties directly to how people behave, which is psychology. So yes, it's beautiful. beautiful. Well, I want to welcome Lisa to the show. We both are so delighted that you're here. Welcome, Lisa. Welcome. Gina and Holly, thank you so much for having me on LOA Uncorked. I am uh, delighted to be with you both and our audience. I love Excellent. it. And I wanted to start out by just saying uh, and giving you so much appreciation because when I look at your book and read your book, there is, a, I was trying to figure out, out the perfect word, Gina, yeah. and all I could think of was the richness mm. and like the mm. richness of what's written in there. And it mirrors the richness of your life. And I love your kitty cat. I was hoping your kitty cat would come on our show today. Yes, this is baby. She loves being in the internet. Oh, oh baby. Oh we God. love you, baby. She's You're like, a I beauty. Heard the, I heard the, the, uh, the start button, so I'm here. Yes, yeah, yes. I love it. Well, she it's can awesome. come and she can meow anytime. Yep. But I don't, hey. don't want to lose my thought of appreciation yeah. here yeah. because it really mirrors your journey, your credentials, your passion, your pursuit. You feel that in the work. Mm-hmm. And even though it starts out with this big thing called Chiron, which we're going to figure out what that is to everybody. There is, uh, it's part astrology that anybody, any one of our listeners are going to be able to wrangle. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's easy, uh, but it has this depth of digging deep into who you are as a person, how to live more joyfully. And I really believe there's no stone uncovered. So we can go anywhere here, but I just thought I'd start with that appreciation. Thank you, Holly. I wanted to reveal some of those experiences in my life to model and permit 
you as the reader, as the listener to do the same and to release shame, release judgment of yourself, step into self-forgiveness, having empathy first and foremost for yourself as a foundation to be able to really extend that to others in an authentic way. I love that. And you were very vulnerable in the book. And I think that that's, you know, one of the things that really drew me into the work. And once you tell your story, you're like, okay, oh, I look at my story a little bit differently. I have been looking at my story forever. And I read part of your book and it was the hypervigilant and the trauma. And I knew that I wasn't physically uh, abused, Mm -hmm. but I was emotionally not, um, I was neglected emotionally because my, Mm -hmm. my Mm -hmm. parents lost, um, a child prior to me and they never got over it and they weren't there. And so, but I never thought that that impacted me. And so when I read your book and Mm. I was like, Oh, I'm hyper vigilant and I do this while I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. And Mm. I started to cry. So this is what I was telling Jean. I didn't tell you this actually. You didn't tell me what made me cry. And I started to cry about that. And I thought, Oh my God, I'd never put that together. So I just big kudos to you for being vulnerable enough to express yourself in every way to help you yeah. know, your all your readers, everybody you touch to heal as well. So I think that's right. beautiful. Yeah, your word permission is a big word. Like, you know, by by modeling the way, it does give people permission to sh- yes. to show up and let that guard down. Let all those fence, you know, all those yeah. safety measures that you've put in place diligently for years and years to protect. The only way we walk through and and make significant change is if you let those guards down with those that you feel safe with, and so absolutely impressive as an author yeah. of a book mm-hmm. to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, so I love that incredible, incredible. Well, maybe, thank you. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can start off by telling our audience about psychoastrology. I love that, by the way, it's beautiful. Yeah, and what that is, and then what's Chiron, and how to you know maybe a little. Uh, yeah, you, and you I always be, ask about the journey. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, yeah, and I just yeah. I, agree with everything she just said. And there's so much, like Holly had mentioned, so much depth to your background. I think what would be helpful, and we've spent a lot of time on the podcast um, highlighting stories of incredible humans like yourself that have really gotten quiet, listened to whispers, and kind of forged their own path that feels Mm -hmm. authentic and 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 like you're giving back in a way that that you feel like you're designed to give Mm -hmm. back. So maybe if you could just, in addition to explain it because the psycho perfect mm-hmm. um this psychoastrology is super fascinating maybe weave in the journey and kind of how you arrived where you are today and what were some maybe some major milestones Beautiful. about Thank your background you. mm-hmm. sure gina yeah. and holly for me when i look back on my journey kind of a, a pivotal moment for me was when i was 19 and my mom kicked me out of the house unexpectedly mm-hmm. and it really riveted me and my life. I talk about that a bit in the very last chapter of the book, Medicine for the Soul. And I spent the next, it's not an exaggeration to say almost 25, 30 years, you know, trying to in different ways, consciously and unconsciously regain my confidence and and feel valuable and worthy without knowing the Chiron component centered around my value and worth when I discovered that five years ago and and writing and researching the book. And so I spent so many years, I think kind of unnecessarily possibly just doubting myself. And I'm not alone in that. So many of you, there are patterns that we have in our lives based upon what we believe to be true about 
and for ourselves. And so the healing journey is found in really identifying, looking at those thoughts and giving ourselves permission, again, permission to release the ones that don't serve and and really replacing them with statements we are going to start living into, Mm. becoming more of, and, and creating life based upon these new possibilities for us. And I spent a lot of years Mm. not knowing how to do that for myself, Mm -hmm. though I was able to help a lot of clients along the way. And sometimes you might find it can be easier to connect and reach others than your own personal psychology. 100%. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, really, I wrote the book, Hmm. just asking the universe five years ago, what is beyond the story of our woundedness? That story is so familiar to me. And I think many of you having been in therapy as a client, as well as being a therapist to others for over 20 years, I wanted to find something to really like shift, really create like a positive shift to live the rest of my life as the best of my life. Mm. You hear that in so many different ways. And in meditation, that's when I heard Chiron and I didn't know a lot about Chiron besides Mm. the Carl Jung, the Jungian archetype of the wounded healer and was just sent down these rabbit holes to start Googling and researching and reading and really stumbling upon the, the brilliance of Chiron in this discerning of your patterns in astrology, as you both know, Chiron is a placement in your astrological chart, like your sun sign, like your moon, like your rising sign. And whenever I had astrological readings, no one ever talked about Chiron. So I was totally unfamiliar and I started to see so much potential here Mm -hmm. for healing. If you understand what you feel embarrassed about, the parts of yourself you want to edit or hide, you know, from telling people who you are, and what you've been through, you know, it's like that just builds up layer upon layer of judgment about Mm. yourself. And that doesn't serve for you to be authentically who you are. You know, all of you, the all parts, all facets, we all have these facets like a diamond and Mm -hmm. some are more beautiful than others. And it's really by polishing up what we decide are undesirable aspects of ourselves that they can actually become beautiful Mm. by loving, by empathizing with ourselves. So I'm going to pause to check in with y'all, what that feels like to you. Oh my gosh. It's so, well, so true. I mean, I love, well, and I was even thinking, you know, you were talking about, I think of, and I think the last two years with COVID has really, yeah, we've talked quite a bit about it on the podcast too. I feel like we are slowly changing what resilience for a human being is. And I, mm. I feel like resilience was always the stiff upper lip. You kind of keep going. You kind of put your shit behind you in the past, mm-hmm. in the corner. You can say shit, and you Gina. don't say, yes, you don't, you, uh, Lisa's a very, very fabulous guest. I'm trying to keep my mouth in, in <laughs> no, check. No, no, you, uh, okay. you have you to be your authentic <laughs> self. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you, you put that crap away and you pretend it's not there and you go forward and you create this image and you create, and I feel like over the last two years. And I think uh, as we continue to become smarter human beings around full self, whole self, we have to, we have to um, find ways to acknowledge what happens and work through it versus mm-hmm. hiding it away. And the Chiron yeah. sort of almost makes you do that or yeah. you're just miserable for the entire 
but you know what I mean? But it kind of forces that process. Well, it's, it's deep self-reflection is what yeah. I would call from an astrology standpoint. But I think... But it's sad I'm just now going through it because well, I, I could have used mean, it a while ago. I have some questions. I, I have yes. some questions. Oh. Like, so does everybody have core wounds? And then, you know, what you were saying, Lisa, was you were saying that looking at Chiron, and I also wanted you to talk about the house placement... Sure. You know, as another layer, because we always say astrology is the layers of the onion. Yeah. And is that like, is that the mystery machine clues as to where to look because of where your core wounds are? Mm -hmm. So is everybody wounded? And then Chiron, is that the place to start peeking under the sheets to find it? If you haven't found it, because personal honesty is a thing. And some people... I, I want to talk about that too. There's a lot of things I want to talk about because I'm like, well, yeah. how do we know where, does everybody have the wounds? How do we know how to find them? Sure. And then this Chiron is the peeking under the hood mm. sort of thing. Yeah. Very no. Good. And I think the best place to start it is in your suggestion around, does everyone have core wounds and what are they? And so this is actually on a spectrum. And for sake of the book title, it was hard to talk about this as a spectrum. Chiron, the placement of Chiron in your birth chart, revealing one of 12 on a spectrum between vulnerability and core wounding. So on the left, it's an mm. area where you're vulnerable, you're sensitive. It, it, on the right, and in, in the deepest sense, it would be a core wound from trauma, from sexual abuse, right. from an abandonment, from something that's, you know, really deeper and, and harder to navigate through versus am I sensitive to being criticized? Right. So does that clarify? It's a spectrum. I love that. that. So, the, yes, so the answer so is yes, for everyone. Everyone, ha- everyone is wounded in some way. Has an, it, I in would a say spectrum. it has vulnerability. It has a vulnerability. Has a yes. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. It's a spectrum and you can heal. You can move up the spectrum sure. from from being totally deactivated you know in this area of your life to to sometimes stepping on that li- landmine it triggers an unhealed energetic attachment that's how i define it in my book yeah. you know that sometime something happens in a relationship for instance and it's like oh ouch it brings up all of this emotion mm-hmm. that goes beyond the person or situation that that triggered it. And that's when you know you've stepped on typically like a Chiron wounding, something that takes you deeper, takes you younger Mm. into something you experienced as a child, perhaps centered around neglect, abandonment, and such. And for others of you that that didn't have those kind of woundings, mm-hmm. you know, it might just be you're sensitive. It might it might be more of a preferential. I don't really like that yeah. versus it takes you down mm-hmm. and and debilitates you emotionally. Right. Does that does that feel clear? Perfect. That makes total sense. And so the Chiron when we talk about the sign, the zodiac sign, and then there's a house placement. Placement. And yes. both of those things we will link it in the show notes. Yeah. Lisa has it on her yes. website. You can yeah. look it up. Chiron, the the sign is kind of by date. Right. And then the house is you have to know your birth time. And exactly. if people don't know their birth time, how do you, do you, did you, you did give them advice on, in your book, but I can't remember what that was. I did. You know, it's, it's just not, once you know, most, most everyone knows your, your date of birth and your place of birth. Mm-hmm. And that's significant enough to know what your Chiron vulnerability slash wounding mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And then the house placement is simply the area of your life that it manifests, gotcha. which you typically know that. 
you know, once you identify where hmm. these patterns in your life are, you kind of know intuitively, does this happen in the workplace versus in my romantic relationship right. versus with my siblings? So that part is, is more easily discernible mm-hmm. on your own. That makes total sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. So you were saying that to look at, you know, where you're sensitive or maybe your triggers and maybe just where you just don't feel yourself. That's Mm -hmm. one area to get honest with yourself. Because I think, you know, we've talked about this. We actually did a podcast on this. Like, how do you uncover that you're not being honest with yourself, that you actually in a relationship that you don't like? Okay. You know, Mm. like you, you tend to go into survival mode, you have kids or whatever the issue is. And you tend to not be honest about it to yourself. And that's self-protective, yes. I would suggest. And that kind of scenario, Holly, like how hard it would be to realize you're not being satisfied, gratified, mm-hmm. seen or heard in your relationship, right. but you have all these attachments and connections and children. It would be hard to just up and leave. So I think it's kind of progressive acceptance yeah. and mm-hmm. discerning what is the path here? Is it something repairable with my partner versus not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, kind of getting back to, you know, the, the shit in the closet, yeah. uh, I think <laughs> for some people, depending on where the wound is, and, and I think society society is sort of, and I think we're getting better, but I think we've sort of encouraged people just to kind of put your head down, unless it's radically broken, you know, there's abuse. Your happiness isn't warranting mm. churning all that up, right? And making those choices. That's how it yes, has felt. That's and a really beautiful. That's how it has way felt. of saying. Yes, and, absolutely. And you know how dare you? I mean, shoot, look at Adele for goodness' yeah. sakes. Look at Adele yeah, saying, that, "How dare I?" You know, be so. She used the word selfish. Uh, yeah, that, to that, make that, my happiness as important as my son's. You well, know? it's just it's yeah. interesting, you know. And you know? and Gina's referring to the Oprah yeah, interview with yeah. Adele, where she just did. She's coming out with her new mm-hmm. album, and yeah. she was talking, be, being very vulnerable about her divorce mm-hmm. and having a child, mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. people comment about her making that decision mm-hmm. so early. Yeah, you know, like oh, mm-hmm. should you stay twenty years? I mean, like what, what happened? Right, and what is you know what people make judgment to people, and so yeah, it's just it's fascinating to me. I think. I'm hopeful as, again, as we evolve as human beings, uh, happiness and joy should come to the, f- should be the top of everyone's list. To yeah. Do. And how to do that in a way that's more of a win-win mm-hmm. instead of someone loses. Right. Because I think there can be a path and a way for, mm-hmm. for people, for everyone to have what they want. Right. Absolutely. No, I and I think your book actually demonstrates that, that there yeah. is a pace to to joy, you give exercises, you give affirmations. Yes. I mean, this, this thing is packed. Okay, people, even if you don't care about Chiron, yeah. it's packed with so many <laughs> other things in there. But I think you should care about Chiron. Oh, and sure. so it does give you that glimpse into what could be sensitivity or mm-hmm. even debilitating. And so I wanted Gina is mm-hmm. so another part of Chiron is Chiron takes 50 years to come about about 50 years to come around. So we, you have your, your birth chart, which is your astrology chart and then you have transits that you know the sun the moon everything is transiting around your chart and gina's chiron is coming full circle to meet its birth chiron in Mm -hmm. aries and so lisa she is 
an Aries uh, Chiron with a first house house placement. So can you tell us about that? And I think you might have some, you know, you might actually align around that as well. So <laughs> yeah, probably- I would love to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, What's she Gina, experiencing? I share with you. Yeah. I, what, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I share with you Chiron and the sign of Aries right. and the first house having to do with your self-esteem, your identity, mm-hmm. the way you think your confidence. And it's something that's not readily apparent to other people. Right. This is you with you in between your own two ears, yeah. the things you're telling yourself about yourself. You might have experienced things in your life, like um, feeling not good enough, mm-hmm. despite professional achievement, others perceiving you as being so awesome, really loving you, and yet feeling like you might have to keep working to be loved, Mm -hmm. to earn love. Has that ever been a pattern in your life? Yes. Yeah. And even people pleasing, which I sense you've been on the Mm -hmm. journey to unlearn Mm -hmm. and and really stand for, I sense that you've done a lot of work on that. I have for sure. I think the podcast has actually been quite helpful. I mean, it's, it's perfectly placed as it should be. And, but yes, it has forced all of those for you to stand in your value mm-hmm. and worth, mm-hmm. to be on a podcast and talk mm-hmm. about what you think and believe. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Yeah. As hard as it and is for other people, because I'm no longer pleasing everyone. Sometimes mm. it doesn't go so well. So how has that been for you to handle? Yeah, it's been, it's been part of the journey. I actually have had a couple of situations like that and I'm comfortable. I stand by everything I said and everything I do. So, uh, and it's just been, I've, treated it just like the learning of the podcast. Let me help me understand why it's uncomfortable. Why? Yes, it's been fascinating to watch. And the more comfortable I am doing what I love, the more comfortable I am standing with questions. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. To that. Yeah. Is standing in your truth. And Lisa, it's interesting because she is in this Chiron return, the heat turns up. Mm -hmm. And so like it becomes more, um, more of an urgency in between the two ears that you have to address Mm -hmm. it. Yes. And I think you felt that sense of urgency too. Yes. For quite, yeah. For Mm -hmm. uh, before the podcast Mm -hmm. and it's, it's definitely heated up Mm -hmm. for sure. How long have you both been doing this podcast? For two years, mm-hmm. a little over two okay. years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yes, indeed. It was perfectly placed. Yeah. Yeah. Without even knowing. I mean, I don't think we've ever. I don't think we looked at our charts no, before we started anything. No. So, uh, I mean, we you just know knew we even, were ready. It could be interesting to look at the Chiron of your podcast. I'm just thinking. I love that. Da- yes. And because Chiron oh, yeah. can also reveal in your relationship and the date you started an LLC for your business. And even just see if there's a vulnerability, if there's yeah. a sensitivity to the podcast. And maybe not. I sense there's such good flow and energy. Right. But sometimes it can just be interesting to, to note that. So in mm-hmm. case something comes up, it's like, oh, okay, this is where we might, you know, have an issue have challenge to, mm-hmm. to, yeah, to be ahead of. Yeah. Well, and I love that. I, uh, a friend of ours said that, you know, everything has a, a soul, has an energy. The podcast yeah. has an energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you brought up that Chiron is, there's an energy for everything. And you had this wonderful a uh, little chapter you put in the book on the United States and it's Chiron. And if you want to yeah. go, you know, listen to that, mm-hmm. that is, fa- that's fascinating, you know, work that you put in the book as well, that yeah. everything does have an energy and um, maybe not the same type of souls we think of. But a, a soul, trajectory but, or yes. some sort of, yeah. And the healing that yeah. we're having to do here in our nation. Mm-hmm. 
Right. I talked about the psychoastrology of the USA when the Declaration of Independence was signed, being an Aries in the fourth house. And it it struck me as odd, like this can't be right, that the most powerful nation in the country has this core wounding by abandonment. And Mm -hmm. But when I look to the fourth house, which has to do with family, which has to do with the United States as a family and the leaders as the representative parents, and we can see the issues we have around education, you know, in rural and urban areas, kids in schools without books, without supplies, and inadequate health care for all, and just the way that we rush to the aid of other countries and yet have neglected our own, the family of, of each other at the top levels. So that's when it started to make sense Mm. to me where the U.S. has some growing and healing to do and how we really take care of each other. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. It's, it's so true. Yeah. I, I looked at my chart and my chart is, uh, Pisces. So I I have a lot of Pisces in my chart, so I'm overrun with Pisces, but Pisces in the 11th house. And so I was like, okay, you know, let's, let's take a look at that. And, you know, I was like self-care, you know, Mm. in groups. And putting on your oxygen mask first. Yes. You know, making sure, like they say, when you get on the airplane to, which sound, which feels counterintuitive. It's like, you'd want to put it on your kids first, but it says, put the mask on first. So then you can care for others and not pass out. Right. Literally. And for you, I wonder if that's something you've had to learn to really give from a place of being full versus depleted? Yeah, absolutely. Well, because I will continue to give and not recognize that I'm depleted. <laughs> yeah. uh, and in community, in that 11th house yeah. of community and, and groups, friends, associations, is that has that been where it's manifested? For sure. Probably? And and no boundaries. Like, I didn't even okay. know what a boundary was. Okay, so like, what is I've that? done my job. I've done a little <laughs> yeah. bit of job there. She helps there. You like, with boundaries. <laughs> I've helped. I mean, my Aries does know a little bit about that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But, but you know, it's interesting <laughs> you that you bring that up because, you know, even at Holly's last birthday, we had a kind of a group of girlfriends. And you remember one of your good Mm -hmm. girlfriends actually was really passionate about, you know, making sure Holly heard how hard it is to support somebody like her because she is such such a strong giver and sometimes isn't the best receiver. And some everybody's (laughs) got to sit down or lay down sometimes and let others care. And so it's just a very, and you had a lot going on in, in your life at that time. And, but again, I mean, she looks fabulous all the time. Everything's perfect. Like we go out, there's not a stop in her. She's not wired to stop. And so it's just, you know, have to, as a friend, as friends, it's, it's hard to figure out how to step in and really how you're really doing. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, 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 absolutely. And I think as women too, we're really so good at acting fine, even when things might not be. Yes. And I think it's something to give ourselves permission to be authentic and transparent with those we can trust yes. to say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm having an emotional struggle around this and really just let it, you know, let ourselves emote mm-hmm. that, let, let ourselves put it out there to be supported. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I mean, I love that again, permission. That's a, that seems Big to be word. a good theme, particularly for women, but yeah. I think for everybody really, mm-hmm. there's another thing that you said in your book that I really loved because I'd like to unearth what's existing inside of ourselves that we don't even recognize. I mean, I find that to be fascinating. And one of the things that you said was cultivating curiosity about yes, your defensiveness. defensiveness. Yes. Oh, Can boy. you talk about that a little bit? Because that is 
I mean, I could use uh, a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure she's planted this question just for somebody's benefit. We try to say like, you know, I always talk about triggers. Like if you're triggered, you need to look within, you know, but I loved how you said cultivating curiosity yeah. about defensiveness. And I was like, well, I hadn't thought about it like that. Can you, yeah. that's another yeah, that's way of great. illuminating things, but can you talk a little bit about, you know, what prompted you to put that in there? <laughs> I'd, I'd love to. Cause I think again, even that statement that when we're triggered, you know, it's like, look at yourself or when somebody bothers you, it's cause they're, you're like that in some way. Yes. And I never found those cliches really helpful to help me understand myself or make a change. Thank you. And so when I started, yeah, mm. to kind of meditate upon that and ask, what is the deeper truth here? It, it came to my mind. Like if I can be in a mental position of curious, okay, this person said something, did something, and I'm been out of shape. I'm, I'm angry or I'm wounded or I'm feeling rejected. Like, what is that about? What does that remind me of with curiosity and not judging myself or mm. them? Like really, you know, taking some time out and space away to, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt right now, before I say anything to go deeper into my experience of this. And if it brings up anything from your past, you know, when, when have you felt like this? When mm -hmm. were you treated like this and felt this way and really attend to that younger part of yourself? Right. You know, you hear about the inner child ego state and, and typically when we're triggered in that way, it, it does stimulate this unhealed younger part of ourself that, that never had the attunement, the attending to, and we just grow up, time goes on and it's like, get over it. You know, you have to go to work and do all kinds of shit yep. and without the adequate tending to of this wound or whatever happened. That's why it keeps coming up so that we can mm -hmm. actually love ourselves enough to heal it. And then if you choose to speak to that person, if they're open to a more compassionate, yeah. open dialogue of, Hey, like, um, what did you mean by that? Mm. Or, you know, that, that was hard for me to hear. Is there another way you can say it? Or, you know, what's going on here? And some people can talk to you at that level yeah. and some can't, but it's important that you talk to yourself at that level. That's where the healing happens. I love that. So good. You know, I was thinking as you were talking and I originally, my original question was, but I'm going to go from there. I mean, I'm skyrocketing out outside <laughs> of that question, but because I originally, when I looked at your book, I was like, oh, I wonder if I could take this book and work with it there. If people could take the book and work with a therapist on uh, and, yeah. and educate most there, my most psychotherapists do not understand this. I mean, mm -hmm. you are the pioneer here. And, and I thought, oh, yeah. they could, we could do that and we could work on it. But now my skyrocketing opinion is I'm wondering, and maybe you have this and I just didn't unearth it in my, in my travels, but uh, I wonder if we should have like friend where you feel supported support groups yeah. where you get together and talk about where your Chiron is. Like your first meeting is Chiron and placement and you share. Yeah. And Great then idea. you, you know, in your book, you have affirmations and things. So then you'd all go about giving each other homework and then you come in and you talk about your defensiveness. Talk about how it went. And yeah. you're not yeah. even paying anybody that way. You could just have mm -hmm. group therapy. Yeah. A peer-led group. A peer-led yeah. group love it. where 
people kind of just discuss it because I, I do feel like it is hard. Yeah. Like, like I said, I mean, I've been looking at myself for a long time. I mean, a long time. <laughs> and, yeah. so, and I'm like, and just today I, you know, you know, when I was re looking at that piece of your book, I got, I went to yeah. tears and had an aha moment. It's mm, like, you know, yeah. that could be had in a group in setting a group. too. Absolutely. So I'm wondering what are your thoughts on healing. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how no, I love mm-hmm. that. Hallie, I think because when we're witnessed, I talk about this as well, when we're witnessed and our emotions and that emotional release that you had, it just helps it really go deeper. You know, it's it's great when that happens on your own, but to share that with someone else and them hold you compassionately, it's like, oh, like it really frees you from ever feeling, I think, that level of of pain or aloneness because you're really being seen mm-hmm. in, in that well, and, moment. And like you said earlier, Lisa, uh, you know, some people have the capability to have, a, you know, a, a real open, more direct yeah. follow-up conversation on something that hit someone, hit a trigger or hit, a, hit something that part of their wounding. Others are not. And I think in yeah. group settings like that too, you're almost modeling the way for people who might not have ever been witness or have the internal capability to have, so they know how to show up for their friends, right? Exactly. So not only just for those that are wounded, but those there to support personal growth. And, you know, you, you have a, a very close, I have plenty of girlfriends, I have very close relationships that I don't have the same personal relationship I have with Holly, right? So yeah. There is this little bit of, oh, how far can I go? What what will help here? How do I show up for this person if that's not your normal relationship? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we that's right. been our relationship for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So it does sort of, you know, it does sort of give people permission just to try something different or at least, you know, models the way a little bit. Absolutely. For See how that feels and, yeah. and makes it user friendly. Cause if you don't know, you just don't know. Right. If it's unfamiliar. Right. And like we've talked about on podcasts, sorry, if you don't have of relationship like we have, if you don't have yeah. relation friendships like this that are, you feel secure, you feel safe, you feel supported, you seen feel and seen heard, and understood, respected. and yes, and yeah, she can say stuff to me that uh, I don't feel that same way. I might go, oh gosh, right. that sort of stung a little bit. Yeah, yeah they hit a little close to home, but I always know and trust. And we've had this conversation on podcasts. I know and trust. It's for she's doing it. For not to hurt me, but to right. better me, right? It's, it's a it's a yeah. gift she's giving. And she's yeah. sometimes sometimes I miss the first 14 or 15 times she tries. So sometimes she's sure. got to be a little bit louder and I have yeah. to hear it. But, but there are a lot of people who don't have those relationships. Right. Well, I do think that's why I'm saying I'm still going here, right? Like no, you I know. see my eyeballs. I can. Okay? I can. Yeah. They scare okay. me when they look like that, but that's okay. <laughs> but I think the book has an energy and a vibration mm-hmm. that if... Uh, if you have people and you don't even have to, maybe they don't even have to be your friends, but if you have a community of people that would, that resonate with it, that, that the love and the vibration that Lisa, you put in the book emanates from that and it will come. So if you sent the intention mm-hmm. yes, and the one part of the story that Gina didn't say was shout out to Michelle who said it in the beginning. She said, you know, to be seen, Lisa, you were saying to be seen, to be held. And she said, right now, Holly, we want you to lay down on the energetic cart Mm -hmm. and we will carry you. Wow. That's what she said. That's exactly what she said. 
And that's beautiful. And that was beautiful. And it, and, and she said it in such a beautiful way. It was much more eloquent than we did, Mm. Gina, but that's okay. Yeah. You you remember the cart and the energetic thing. I mean, I didn't get that far, but yes, it was beautiful. I mean, and I think it was important for Holly to hear. Yeah, absolutely. But they were, we were hold, they were holding space for me, but people would hold space for healing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just think that like everybody should be able to do that no matter where they're at in their life or, you know, how much money they have. I mean, they can, you know, go to the library or get a book and, and wouldn't even put out to the universe, like your show, LOA, put out what you want universe. I intend to attract the, these kind of friends Mm -hmm. and uh, a supportive network and see what comes back to you. I love the name of your show and the magic and that you talk about celebrating these moments. Celebration is so important, even in our interpersonal healing, when you don't send that angry text, when you choose to be curious instead of react, that's a moment to celebrate. Exactly. Exactly. I love I'm looking at the the picture behind you both and that's coming to mind. It's so important to self-affirm these milestones in your own development as if it were a birthday or a graduation. Exactly. And Uh, and they're they're you don't wait for the big ones. It's the small ones. Right. Because they and look for them every day. Every day. Exactly. I love everyday magic. Yeah. Everyday magic. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. I I loved one of your quotes in your book. And I wrote this down and I don't know how it flows into what we're saying, but I just definitely wanted to make sure I quoted it before we closed out today. You said, life often inspires us to unexpected action. If we are mindfully available to the present moment, Mm. free of judgment and observing what is. Mm. I love that. Mm, And the way you took some of these old cliches and turned them around into a different way of communicating all throughout that book. This quote is one of those, you know, oh, just be present. Okay. Well, what does that mean? Okay. Like you added the without judgment. I just find that this book is free of those cliches that you get caught in your mind. Like, well, how do I show up like that? You know? And you know, what is the present moment like? And I mean, truly, that's where the magic is, right? Mm-hmm. Is it is. And I think feeling into that for yourself as the listener, because it's going to be unique to you, to okay. who you are. And I encourage readers to really make this your own, you know, your own belief system and what really lights you up to look for those opportunities. And for myself, with this being Thanksgiving yeah. week, I had an unexpected feeling disappointed about something I wanted to do for Thanksgiving, not it's not going to happen. And I felt upset about it and just looking, reaching for a better, like, how do I handle this? I started to feel a little depressed. And I I was Mm -hmm. like, what is something I love to do? And here in Los Angeles, there's the Fred Jordan mission on Skid Row. Mm -hmm. You might've heard of Skid Skid Row where the homeless population is just so huge. And I volunteered the last few years on Thanksgiving and I hadn't reached out this year. I sent an email on Sunday and the person got back to me and said, can you show up tomorrow? We actually need help in the kitchen. So I went yesterday and spent the day. Mm. And when I tell you it changed me from like the DNA level of like shifting into gratitude and appreciation. And I don't even care that my plans change now for Thanksgiving because just being of service. Mm. So I encourage you to look for something like that. If, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling like, oh, like not stuck, you know, just look for something to 
just change that for yourself. And that even if it's texting, texting someone or calling or taking a walk or going to help someone, it, it always makes yeah, you feel better. Oh, absolutely. Sure. And I love that inspired action. Yeah. And I love that you didn't make yourself wrong for being disappointed because oftentimes right. we try to... Yeah you know, what is it? Spiritual. You have some spiritual bypass in her book too. Okay. Like just, no, I'm fine. Everything is great. Okay. And no, you were like, okay, I don't feel good about this. All right. Well, what am I going to do? I'm going to be in gratitude. I'm going to do something of service, which is all always wonderful. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to offer that because I feel like, you know, the holidays can be a time where a lot comes up. It's, it's, you know, there could be a lot of triggers. There could be a lot of uncertainty and just, I encourage you to try to make it as authentically feeling good as you can and invite. So, you know, an invitation came through. So I'm doing something that's going to be really, really good on Thanksgiving in the absence of the other plan. And I think it came as a result of me determining, like, I'm just going to I'm just going to go be of service and see what the universe brings to me. And Love there that. it comes. Yeah. Here it yeah. comes. Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. So when you, because you're, as Holly said, the background and all the different components where you bring, you know, subject, sub, subject matter expertise to the table and you put this all in this labor of love, this book that, you know, has all these levels and feeling and heart. It's got its own pulse according to Holly. So can you talk about what your what your hope was for the book and how it informs maybe your next steps? And I would just be curious. Because- Absolutely, Gina. You know, it's my hope. And th- this kind of has been revealed to me since the book has come out. I really want you to know, I really, really want people to know just how valuable they are. Mm-hmm. I want you to know how important you are. I want you to know that you matter that regardless of what you do for a living, or if you feel like you haven't achieved certain things that others thought you should, or maybe you even thought you should, that you're right where you need to be and to look right where you are Mm. for being good enough, for feeling your perfection. And I just really want people to know how valuable they are. And that we really make sense when you go through those layers and start turning over those rocks, Mm. you know, that you really make sense to yourself. And it's most important that you get that about you. Right. I love and then that. you can attract people that will mirror you and get you as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's gorgeous. I love that. It's so beautiful. So we like to give, uh, we don't call it homework, but we, we call it an assignment or some things for listeners. So if regardless of sort of where people are at on their journey, I'm just, are there a thing or two or three that you feel called to share? Like if regardless of where you're at on your journey, just maybe best practices or rituals that you do that you feel like really contribute to people. So just give, give us two to three of Lisa's faves that you think will just really be helpful for our listeners. Sure. One of my favorites is to take out paper and it can be really exceptional under the new moon energy, Mm. which is really about manifestation, new beginnings. I love the new moon because it feels almost like a new year to me every month. And to write down- It's like a school year. Go out. In fact, if you you used to love school time, (laughs) like go out and buy yourself a new piece of paper and some new pins. Yeah. Because that was my favorite time of year. You're so right. Yes. Like the new notebooks. I totally vibe with you on this. Yes. Okay. Perfect. And to write down your dreams, your aspirations from this moment, looking forward, not looking back. If there's some things you haven't done yet that really just still are perking, like popping up in the back of your head, write them down and then ask the universe to, to bring these 
things to you during this next chapter of your life to really just, you know, put out there the new beginnings you want, what it is you most deeply desire without it needing to be practical Mm -hmm. or you knowing how to really just get it out on paper and maybe revisit that every month or certainly a few times a year. But I think if you take it out monthly, it really keeps it fresh in your own cognition, in your own life. And and the things that are obstacles that might come up at the same time, write those on a separate sheet of paper and burn them in your sink. I think that's a oh my god! I love this. I love that ritual. Mm-hmm. Find the sink furthest yeah. from the fire alarms, though. <laughs> yes, yes, but All yes, right. that, very practical. practical. Thank you, very Jenna. practical. I yeah, appreciate yeah, that. we're staying with practical. <laughs> love that idea. That that's, is brilliant. Thank you. That's wonderful. The burning part in particular. Yeah. The burning. Yeah, I like doing that. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. Okay. Love it. Okay. Love it. So. If our listeners want to work with you, are you available to be worked with? And what kind, what does that look like for you? I am, you know, for, for Holly, you and Gina's listeners, I would love to offer everyone, if they just mention either of you, both of you, your show to, to have a session half off the regular full fee, either individually, I do all virtual. So zoom, FaceTime, Skype and phone. I also have a 30-day psychoastrology intensive. So you can do a first month at half off as well, wow. where we go through my book together and really like dial down. You get text access to, you know, reach out with questions that I'll save up and, and meditate upon for the sessions during the month. So I'd love to offer wow. your listeners well, half see, off. There's the community you know, that I was talking time. about right yeah, there. I love the that. Com- Thank you for your generosity. Yeah, that's extremely I think that's generous. Yeah. yeah. And to reach out on social media at NOLA Therapy on Instagram or Facebook. Facebook or yep. YouTube or just my website, Lisa at nolatherapy.com. I know you'll have we'll that have in the notes. All that in the notes. Yep. For sure. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Wow. That is, ex- listen, it's just in time for the holidays too. I know. Yes. yes, for sure. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, this was fan. Is there anything else you can think of that you'd like to share with our audience or you feel compelled to like share at this time for yourself? You know, I think you both are amazing and I'm feeling so uplifted (laughs) to end my day with you both. Thank you. Thank you so much. And just that whatever it is you can do, you can definitely do it progressively to take those baby steps and really believe in yourself enough. You don't have to tell anyone. I learned some of the things I've wanted to manifest. It's best not to tell anyone because you don't want people to in their love for you, Mm. be like, no, you know, so just keep them to Mm. yourself and ask the universe to get that traction going to where other people will start to see you just showing up differently for yourself and just allow, you know, these universal forces that love us so much to bring this magic again, y'all's tagline <laughs> yep. into your life, take, into fruition. They take care of the rest. That I is love yeah. beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We You're appreciate welcome. you yeah. and all your work and all the best in every way to you. Yes. Amen. Same to both of you. I'd love to be in touch okay, in the future. We will. For sure. And have you both on my podcast, All, all right. Things Therapy. I know. That's Let's true. I'd love it. to do that in the new year. Okay, sounds I love good. That. We'll come down. Okay, we do love it. California. So we'll come visit you. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. You know the studio. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh my gosh. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, I love it. it. All right. Okay. Happy holidays. Bye, love you, love you love too. too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncork.com. See you soon.